My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? One of the struggles of reading the Passion narrative for me every year is, is God's silence in the midst of his son's suffering. But even more disturbing than that silence is Jesus' silence. Jesus is questioned time and time again, and he remains silent. Pilate thinks he has the power, and all the guards think they have the power, and he remains silent. And inside of me, I'm going, well, why don't you just like give it to them? Like, blast them. Give it to, give it to them now. Like, don't you feel that way? Like, you know, when you take some righteousness, some justice come down, some blast of fiery from, he- from heaven, just boom. Yeah, that's the God I want. That's the God who's strong. And yes, that's it. But that's not what we get. We don't get that. We get a God who is silent. We get a Savior who is silent in the face of all of us. So we have to make sense of it. We have, we have to plumb into this some way and say, why? Uh, Ron Rollheiser, Catholic priest from Canada, has done a great job in, in breaking it open. He says, you know, for three years, Jesus in his public ministry was active. He, he healed others. He preached the gospel. He, he walked and he talked and he brought Jesus to all who would be willing to listen. And he healed the broken and visited the the disenfranchised and touched and active. But then came, came the agony in the garden was the switch. He went from active ministry to passive. And thus we enter into the passion, which is the root word for passive. He remains passive to what happens. See, that's what it looks like on the surface. But actually what's happening underneath is all this hatred, all this bitterness, all this ugliness and vile, he, he, he takes it in. He absorbs it. He transforms it and gives back blessing, kindness, gentleness, love, and forgiveness. In the silence, he transforms the ugly into the beautiful. He transforms the curses into blessing. He transforms the hatred into love and the cursing and the unforgiveness into forgiveness. See, we are called to enter into that same silence this week. Not to fight and to ask for vengeance and strength, but to let go and enter and submit in the silence of Holy Week, to ponder what Christ did, did and to follow what Christ did. We are called to do the same. So this week, as we enter into this holiest of weeks, we are called to enter into this week and to, to take in all the cursing and hatred in the world, all the ugliness, all the bitterness, all the envy, and we are called to hold it, transform it, and give back, give back beauty, 
blessing, gentleness, kindness, love, and forgiveness. And that will require every ounce of strength for us. But that is what we do. We come to imitate Christ in his silence. Because the silence is an act of silence. One that transforms. One that liberates. One that redeems. So this week, let us enter the silence.